0: If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread uh-huh. and danger my butter. Oh, oh danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my uh, bread. Death? No, death? No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and uh, various butters. Uh-huh.
1: What I started doing when watching Olympic sports, because I watched a lot, I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch a ton of it, but when I get bored, because I often do when I'm watching Olympic sports, I imagine, I try to imagine myself. Even archery? Even archery. Yeah, even archery.
0: You have a point, and I'm, but I need to pre jump in. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with archery because they didn't get a bullseye every time. Yeah. And in most sports, it's not a perfect sport, like it's who's faster, and I know that some people are faster than others, and you can tell. Yeah. But in archery, you're just doing that one thing, and it's the same, it's the same bullseye, no matter where you're shooting your bow and arrow. Also darts. And, and darts. Mm-hmm. If you're at that level of, of the premier, you know, Olympian in archery, how do you not get a bullseye every shot? Crosswinds. I just can't imagine how that would matter for an Olympic level archer maybe we should have one on the show i know but doesn't this frustrate you i just think that there are some sports where there's there's deviation like some teams are better or in rowing like you're going faster like the sports that are measured by my relative differences mm-hmm. yeah but archery is not one of those you're only doing the
1: one thing what have they been practicing for you're being a little harsh on archers maybe if they were doing archery in space like in a vacuum where there were no crosswinds then you'd be you'd have a point but there's there's other elements All to right, think about Your here. point was different, my, uh, my point is that, so I watch these Olympic. When I'm watching any sport, I can do this. It doesn't have to be the Olympics. But I, I sort of wonder. You, did you see this show, Quantum Leap? I have seen okay, it. Okay, so so Scott Bakula in that show jumps into someone else's body. To everyone else looking around, nothing has changed. It's still this, this, the same person. But, in fact, now Scott Bakula and his thoughts and his emotions and his abilities have inhabited this body. So I often imagine... When it, with any sport I'm watching, when I w- leap into that, if I were to leap into that body, how long would it be until everybody watching realized that something was clearly wrong? Everybody in the
0: stands, whoever's watching everybody the sport,
1: everybody in the stands, everybody on at home watching on television, how long would it be until they realized that something something was horribly wrong? And I think for certain sports, there's a there's a on a on a basketball court, for instance. I'm not very good at basketball, and you so know, if you I, leaped into right a basketball game. I could, yes, if I leap into the basketball game, I suppose that for a few seconds of me just dribbling the ball, but people wouldn't so, notice anything. it should be so short that the height difference... No, but I'm, not, I'm in their body, remember. This oh. is the whole quantum leap. I'm in the other person's body. They don't know that anything has changed. It's just me and my abilities and my thoughts oh, so inside this body. it's not a visible thing. It's not a visible thing. Well, it would be visible once this person tried to shoot a three-pointer and it went nowhere near the basket. Or if I was playing hockey and I fell over well, once I got the puck... Because you don't know more. how to skate. I mean, I know how to skate okay, but not but that if well. I did it, I wouldn't know how to skate. Yes, that's an exact. That's a good but example. What in basketball? But those would be different. Like in
0: basketball, I think you could miss a shot, and they'd be like, "What happened there?" Yeah. And if you miss two or
1: three, then people are like, "Who the hell, What is going on?" No, there? but I'm saying not just miss the shot, like like throw it the opposite direction, just be terrible at it. Like I can imagine standing on on a soccer field, you know, a lot of players, really big field. Someone could just be standing there for a while and running around not anywhere near the ball and no one would notice anything but like for a sport like watching Olympics, like diving like there is there is very few seconds i could be doing anything that someone wouldn't notice that like i'd stand there obviously on the diving board right. but as soon as i made any movement people would be like what is happening here this is not a good thing he, as in is, he doesn't know what he's doing someone clearly has leaped into this diver's body a la quantum leap
0: but do you think they would know before you dove
1: just standing there at the top of like the high dive. Yeah, but people don't stand there for that long. I'm saying that that for that yes, for those brief seconds where I'm just standing there, no one would be the wiser. So what are you but looking then,
0: for? Are you looking for a metric like which sport is this the most obvious, the quickest? Yes. Or for which one? Th- that's is, or the for. opposite. Which one could you pass?
1: No, I think for I think the I think most obvious, the quickest. What about like race car driving? Uh, race car driving might be okay well i mean if i leaped into someone going 200 miles an hour in a, in an f1 racer then but uh, you then wouldn't be going you'd have to do the driving i know so you'd be going like 65 yeah well <laughs> i guess if i leaped at the starting line
0: i don't know well that's like if it's a 100 yard dash or 100 meter dash they wouldn't know until after you hit the
1: the gun or you would sure. probably false start yeah i haven't i haven't thought through it clearly but i but i definitely know that diving i would make a fool of myself very very quickly so do you want to call your
0: your metric the quantum quantum leap factor what's the name for it but it has to be the tone sports. of measurement The I tone of metric.
1: Right, let's ask our the listeners tone of metric. send in all of your uh suggestions on this metric to butters at gmail.com follow us at some later date on twitter or just follow us on facebook all right so we have our guest coming in our guest yes um carrie roman of the english department yeah she'll be here any second okay we should just pause and let that happen i think we should. With all its foul temptations become what I always When I was with like Okay, well, welcome to episode 75 of Various Breads and Butters. Um, I am your host, Simon Tonov, along with me, my co-host, also host, I don't know, <laughs> Ben Brickhouse cohen out in the studio, Ben. There are a lot of in- new interns chatty, out there, chatty interns, chatty interns. Um, but you are—you have taken until we can find an intern in charge of hiring. You have sort of taken on that role. I have. Um, so why don't you? Why don't you just sort of give me a description of who's out there I'm right now? Take a walk around the room. Take a walk around
0: the room. Um, I think Thomas, nickname Williams, mm-hmm. is uh, subbing today as our as our producer. Oh yeah, hashtag get better, Michelle. Oh yes. <laughs> Hopefully she's better by the time this comes out. We're going to have that trending. We have our fact checker now on staff. Uh, Ian Code Morse is here mm-hmm. to make sure that uh, we we maintain the level of fidelity to truth that we always aspire to.
1: Okay. He's, he's working in the background. That's he's okay. too busy. He That's just fine. looked
0: up to see if he, that was him.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Will Gordon is here. Past guest, friend of the show? Yeah. Both Will and Ian are our representation of the... Did we decide it was fourth estate or fifth estate? They knew, and we keep forgetting. Okay, but but the but, press, yeah, the press. They are they are on the Lafayette they're newspaper, like the masthead of the press. Yeah, yeah. Sounds right. They're sort of here to keep us in check, and of course, our very special guest today in studio. All the guests are very special. Well, yes, but maybe this guest is even more special, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Professor Carrie Roman of the English Department of Lafayette College, yes. Carrie. You Readings. must. You must be thrilled to be here.
2: Stop. I am thrilled to be here because <laughs> I came yesterday on the wrong day. Oh, and stood outside the studio doors and heard nothing and saw nothing and tell wondered me was, what had happened. Was
1: it raining so that that people <laughs> couldn't tell yeah, you were crying while it was raining or no?
2: It wasn't raining. Okay, although well. I did finally sort of figure out I had come on the wrong day. Mm, okay, <laughs> but it That's does good. make me extra happy to be here. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And
1: that, now that we're here. Uh, so,
0: Carrie, what are you promoting? You've got a new uh, tour? Yeah. Are you just in town?
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm promoting being on sabbatical. That oh, would be something I could that really promote. That is wonderful.
1: So when we ask you what courses students can take from you this year, you're going to have to say, nope, nothing. Yeah,
2: there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, what are your
1: thoughts on the water fountains in, in your building?
2: Mm, got no thoughts on That's that.
1: That's usually 10 to 15 minutes of each episode. <laughs> that is. People love that. You just came from a performance. I did, yes. Now, now, what kind of performance was it?
2: It was an installation performance. So it was a dance performance that was in the Grossman Gallery as part of the opening of an installation there called Breach.
0: Mm-hmm. This sort is modern of, dance?
2: This was modern, It's not yes. ballet or tap? It was not ballet Would, or tap.
0: What are all the kinds? The Charleston?
1: Oh, geez, yeah. There's the Mambo. One, one through eight. And I think
2: nine. Jazz. Did I you forget know. jazz? Uh, J- jazz. We could all do jazz hands Jazz hands. hands,
1: right jazz here.
0: hands. Is, is that your preferred type modern dance?
2: Modern is mostly what I do. Now. And
0: how long have you been doing it?
2: So I was trained in ballet oh. from about the age of six until the end of high school. Okay. Then I had my ballet crisis, which is another story. Um, and then God. when I went to college... It's too bad we
1: don't have some sort of milieu for telling stories. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. And then when I went to college, I kind of discovered modern truthfully because mm. i was living in rural tennessee As one does. for much of my <laughs> kind of um early teenhood and mm-hmm. teenhood so modern yeah. dance just wasn't um didn't have a, l- a stronghold sort of where i was living so yeah and so then in college i really shifted to modern and then that was all i really where, where wanted to, to do i went to the university of dayton
3: hmm. the yes. fighting
0: who what were their the flyers their the fighting flyers you're our second dayton guest really yes Kathleen Parrish episode forty eight. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yes,
2: yes. And we have
0: It's in Ohio. Yeah. The Wright brothers. Yeah. backcheck. Mm-hmm. check. I have a number of questions, but Simon had a question, which
1: we usually ask. Well yeah, this is this is a question we standard. It's a question we always ask, but it usually ends up, it's an, ends up on the cutting room floor. But we ask it just because we've done it. We all ask our guests, do they have any connection personal or otherwise to Dolly Parton? <laughs> And they always say no. <laughs> of course, it ends up on the cutting room floor. So, so we'll, might as we'll keep asking. But this is like, I don't know, 75 shows in a row we've asked. Yeah. So
2: Yeah. You've been just, waiting.
1: Just tell us no. You've been and waiting. And then let's move on to the next question, I yeah. assume, right? So how, how much of a connection do you not have to Dolly Parton?
2: Big connection to Dolly. <gasps> yeah. Wow. But yes, it's all true. It's all true. And it's related to dance in certain ways.
1: And Tennessee, um, I assume. And
2: Tennessee, because when I was about 10 years old, mm-hmm. we relocated from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, east tennessee because my father who was in marketing took a job at what was then silver dollar city theme park oh and that a few years later became dollywood no
1: way oh yes okay
2: and so my dad was the vice president of marketing for wow. dollywood for the better part of 20 years Wow.
1: When did, when did Dollywood start, approximately?
2: Yeah, I'm going to get this wrong, so you'll have to ha- have Ian check okay. this, too. It was in the m- mid-'80s, I believe, maybe 1986.
0: Okay, post-Islands in the Stream? Uh,
2: <laughs> I think so. Okay. Post-9 okay. to 5, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think it was. Okay. So, but Dolly is from that area. Do
0: you think Bollywood and India got, they copied off Dollywood? <laughs> I um, would think so. They,
1: they rhyme. Is that where they got some <laughs> fact check? Did you ever meet Dolly. So, oh, can we call Miss Pardon? My bad. Did you ever meet no, Miss Pardon? No, we Parton? should just
2: call her Dolly. Okay. I did meet her a, no, a number of times. You didn't say the
1: show future Friends of the show future guest Dolly Pardon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so you you did meet her.
2: So right. So my dad worked with her mm-hmm. like all the time. Yeah. Basically. So of course there were a couple of times that I met her, not a million times. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, there were a couple of times, and then I um, I also started. Clogging when I Uh moved to Appalachia because that was the local form of dance. Of course, that is the
1: art of filling pipes with stuff so that water (laughs) does not flow through them.
2: (laughs) What is clogging, Ben? I bet you know.
1: It's like river dance for
0: Tennesseans.
2: It is in a sense, yeah.
0: Sort of like a tap, right? It is
2: like tap. You're not wearing like wooden clogs. It's not Dutch. It's not Dutch. (laughs) Sorry, Peter. But you're wearing a special kind of tap shoe that has jingle taps. So they're taps, obviously they're metal taps, but they have like two two like little bells or pieces. something. Well, they have two pieces and, and one is oh, loose. Oh, I get it. And one is loose. So if you pick up your foot and shake it, the the taps will actually jingle just on so their it's like own. A foot tambourine. So it adds extra sound to the feet because right? they, they they the thought movement of the feet
1: in regular tap not enough sound.
2: Not enough sound. Add some sound we to add that. Got it. Add some sound. <laughs> add <it>. some sound. <laughs> so when I moved to Tennessee, yeah. I was you know a ballet dancer uh-huh. primarily, but I needed to. Learn clogging because mm-hmm. that was the local yeah. did Dolly, culture. Did
0: Dolly teach it to you?
2: Dolly did not teach it to me, but we did. So I used to clog at Dollywood, sort of. That was my first job. Sure. So we had to do some photo ops and sort of marketing things with Dolly.
1: Do yeah. these photos exist?
2: I have one on my phone.
1: Can we put it on our Twitter um, when, sure. when we announce this? Okay, yeah. that's going to happen. Okay. Okay. We're going to get that. We're going to get on right on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're yeah. done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> this is all about the picture yeah, um, I've heard uh, in 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 person she's terribly mean and unpleasant. <laughs> Is that the case? Can you can you confirm to us? Did that she that's ever the say case? bless your little heart? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I have more stories that are about my dad mm-hmm. and things that she said to my dad yeah. that are like super heartwarming and sweet than to me because I was young sure. and it was really you, maybe you three or four times that I saw her.
0: You could have cut out that middleman and just claimed that she said them to you. No yeah. way. <laughs> No no one's
1: going to fact check. Ian is not going to
0: check that. That's not on Google.
2: But my experience and my dad's experience of her was always, she is exactly, she is exactly what she presents. Mm -hmm. And it's just as authentic as it can get, which is just totally amazing, I think. She's a national
0: treasure. I think we can all agree. uh, uh, We need that same caveat. Of what? Of listeners may be led to believe. By the constant demeanor on the show mm-hmm. that that was a
1: sarcastic it's comment, not but that what, was not <laughs> when i what was sarcastic when i said that she was an unpleasant person because that is clearly great. not the that case. that, that was a lot of sarcastic that was that sarcastic that was it's
2: great now one funny thing uh, and i say this with love mm-hmm. is that during the marketing sessions and the photo sessions we were clogging <laughs> Here's it the seems sh- kind of like a bouncy dance. Well, here's the shot. Well, there's that. <laughs> well,
0: that's not. Which I'm
2: it's, not going to touch. It's a family okay. show. I'm it's not going to touch. It's a Pun intended. Uh. Um, <laughs> but here's what was funny is that she kind of didn't have great rhythm when she was trying to clog which i was stunned because she's truly a genius i right? think we have a scoop here she's ben. <laughs> a genius dolly parton musician no and business person yeah. but but she <laughs> i was kind of like oh huh maybe she's not a great dancer i i'm not sure but it interesting. was interesting
1: to me <laughs> interesting this is it this is a huge scoop for mm. us. i think this is our biggest great. dolly parton oh can't dance <laughs> well <laughs> well you heard it here first folks but uh, but yes
2: but it's in, in no way a slander no um, well, look because at many nice she's, people she's fantastic can't dance, can't dance. <laughs> That's true, many yeah. nice
1: people throughout the ages now did you go straight to dayton for, for college or did you move somewhere else between them
2: i went back to ohio mm-hmm. that was that was undergrad where was your that was undergrad dayton yeah and then i went to indiana for graduate school go literature. in literature in literature, not
0: grammar. You, did you <laughs> begin your animal studies interest there?
2: I did. Oh, hold
0: on, hold on. Our guest has a specialty as an expert in animal studies. Mm-hmm. I think it was on the exact same episode with our prior Dayton guest where we made a comment that in the future we would have a guest who was an expert in animal studies. And they thought we wouldn't last that long. And, and, uh, uh, here, and we <laughs> here we are. Here we are.
2: Hey, mm-hmm. all right.
0: So we can ask you because we couldn't answer it then. Mm-hmm. What is animal studies?
2: What is animal studies? Yeah, good question. It's so interdisciplinary. I think that animal studies tries to think in really philosophical ways about the boundary between human and animal that we sort of haven't done probably.
0: Animal studies is not just like what what are animals, but human relationships with animals and cognitive abilities or how people understand animal life.
2: Yes. So, animal, like representations of animals, rep- all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, animal studies is sort of trying to think about how we define ourselves often against animals, right? How hum- human identity itself is, in certain ways, kind of fundamentally premised on the idea mm-hmm. that we are separate right. from animals um, and the history of that distinction. And so would you
0: like <laughs> me to refer to Genesis 126 to 128? <laughs> sure. Oh, you know, did you just do it? Man has dominion over the fish in the house. Oh, yes. Now, now,
1: I suppose that there is a pre-Darwin view of this and a post-Darwin view. Like, like at least the study would be. This is getting very heavy.
2: That is a great ah. question.
1: Well, you know, I, I have to, I have to say that uh, friend of the show, uh, Pasca's current wife, Jennifer Talarico, said that that was uh, an interesting uh, point that I should talk to Carrie about. Was she right?
2: She was right that that's a really good um, sort of historical thanks, Jen. Juncture, and mm-hmm. in fact my first book was sort of making the claim that the post darwinian cultural moment in literature and in like psychoanalysis mm-hmm. et etc is sort of supercharged with this anxiety about our own animal heritage right mm-hmm. because after darwin i mean we sort of knew it before darwin in certain ways but darwin gave us a scientific sure. mechanism that for
1: we're, that's a purely like a quantitative shift not a qualitative difference
0: i think that leads to the obvious question mm-hmm. What number are you, Carrie? <laughs> are you interested in numerology? Um, and what is numerology?
2: I'm not an expert.
0: Is this post Darwinian numerology?
2: Probably not.
1: Mm-hmm. Post Newtonian? <laughs> You've not written any books.
2: I've not written any books okay. on numerology. It's more of a hobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I have two maybe my two primary interests in numerology okay. are one house numerology
1: house numerology like that's house address correct okay okay Ooh, we can we can see if we're okay uh-huh. ben, and then me and ben. Se-
2: yeah and then the second one i am and people know this i am obsessed with the enneagram personality traits Good. so i'm not sure if that's would would count what does that mean so that's a whole system of kind of personality it's like a super souped up version of the myers-briggs mm. kind okay kind of thing
1: Okay, let's let's talk about house numerology because you have a beautiful house that I've been to a number of a number of times. Uh, now, how much of Bracken? yeah, I know how much of the <laughs> I should um, say
2: thank you. I guess <laughs> there
1: you go. How much of the house purchase was based on the house number? Oh, you should talk to my her, husband, husband Ernie,
0: front oh, of, of the show
2: because he <laughs> would give you stories. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I think to understand this, we'll need both your house address and your social.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, in
0: the last we... last
1: four of your MasterCard. What is the methodology? So, so like, are there certain numbers that are, how are you and certain numbers in sort of... I really, I really have no idea what we're talking about.
0: What? You, you yeah. keep
1: asking this as if you, like, know exactly what she means by house numerology. I, I, I assume it has something to do with being connected to the number of your house in some way. And so I want to know what the nature of that connection you is. You mean, like, this the, is not hard. the address of the
2: house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Or, like, if it's a duplex or if it's got, like,
0: six no, rooms. Wh- no,
2: it's what, the address. Yeah, what, what, okay. what other
0: number you just kept talking about, it. like, we all know what we're talking about, <laughs> we do. so I'm just going to dive right in yeah. with this full conversation, which has already developed. Ben, Ben looking out for our
1: slower listeners again. <laughs>
0: okay. Right, continue.
2: right, right.
1: I live at 214. But then you need to know something else about him, don't
0: so you? So you
2: live in a seven.
1: I actually like it
0: because, um, you know, I live m- in a 10, one, one, two, four. Like, I like the You sequence. live in a one.
1: Oh, because it goes, it, it, it re-, re...
2: You just collapse it.
1: Okay, so 406 goes back to one. Yes. What does a seven mean about Ben? You two used to live across the street from each other. We did. It's this true. doesn't
2: even come up. It's uh-huh. true.
1: How were your numbers then? Well, I had the same
0: number. You had the same number. Yeah, it but carries we the
2: f- We were in 419, mm-hmm. oh, so which adds up to 14, which adds up to a five.
3: Oh, I know. It always goes down to a and single you. digit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I'm yeah. a seven. Yeah. We're a seven as well. Now, Sevens are associated with research. Okay. In often. Mickey Mantle. Contemplation. Mm-hmm. Meditation that sort of thing in a very general way
0: <laughs> so are we better than a zero no so, one, so I'm, there's a one. No better, I'm a one i'm a one so there's no, They're no just this there's hardly then. a better which is much like the enneagram what, what are the ones associated so with so one on, sidebar mm-hmm. you don't have to be polite just because we're both here. i can i can hear you <laughs> thomas can you turn his mic down <laughs> <laughs> no so okay so sevens better it's like seven times better
2: seven is better, better than,
0: than one,
2: one? yes yeah, no I, I mean I, I really don't think it's like that and yeah. the enneagram similarly ones are associated with independence definitely that's the main thing i remember about ones actually
1: i'm pretty dependent on
2: my um,
0: wife she's pretty <laughs> thomas what's your dorm room number what is I your dorm live room number in suite 105 but i'm room six. Six. six i'm room c within it
2: that's a really nice number but
0: if you room c can it be six plus three is he a nine no, C, the C right?
2: doesn't No, 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 no. The C doesn't count. Is
1: that an advanced Just, form? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> That's a
2: retrogressive form. <laughs> yes. You said I should be mean. <laughs> to yeah. Simon. Oh, well. Yeah. I messed up. Okay. All right.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: We should keep tabs on this and maybe our fact checker or other interns to be named later can figure this out from past guests. But uh, we don't have a comparable experiment going not doing this at a liberal arts college, but all of our guests have such a wide range of uh, skills, interests and capacities. Dance, numerology, uh, literature degree, eng- tenured English professor, animal studies expert, animality and performance, published author. You're just
1: grabbing carry now. That's not all our guests.
0: Right. I'm okay. starting with the Got current it. guests. Okay. I'm not going to go and list every one. Okay. But every time we talk to these guests, they like we're like fundamentally uh, interdisciplinary or liberal, liberal artsy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we're uh, Renaissance people, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Are we just making this up to feel better? Let's just pat yeah. ourselves on the back right now.
2: Uh. I'm, look, look, just to be clear, numerology is not an area of expertise. No, but it's a passion <laughs> it's or an, an interest. It's an interest. It's definitely an interest. It's definitely yeah. an interest.
1: And it makes you interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's get back. So, you went to Indiana for PhD. Right. And where did you go after that?
2: So, after that, I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. And I was, uh, had a visiting <laughs> position at the University of Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati known for its chili? <laughs> it is. It is? Okay.
1: Because I, I was in the airport in Cincinnati and Isn't they had it on had chili dogs.
2: It is often. It's Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. And it is often served on spaghetti or on a hot dog. Yeah. Um And also Grater's ice cream. Skyline Chili and Ooh. Grater's ice cream are sort of the...
0: Grater's ice cream? Not together.
2: Grater's. Oh, yeah, not together. I got it. But Sorry. But like, those are this the most clear. well-known <laughs> food okay. items okay. Uh, from... Cincinnati.
0: Mm -hmm. But you taught somewhere after Cincinnati and before here, didn't you?
2: I did. So my first tenure track job and very full-time job was in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, at Mm -hmm. a branch campus of Pitt.
0: Mm -hmm. I actually Mm -hmm. don't know. I can't picture where Johnstown
1: is in Pennsylvania.
2: It's about 70 miles east of Pittsburgh. And I will say
1: this. Whenever Jen and I are driving to Pittsburgh to see her family and we pass Johnstown, we say after about, I don't know, two, three hours from, or maybe even more than that, we're like... Carrie would be home right now. This is how this is how long her commute would be. We do. <laughs> That's I,
2: I funny. swear. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes.
1: What are the What are the first level demonstrable
0: differences in the type of campus or college between Cincinnati, Johnstown, and Lafayette?
1: Which is the best?
2: <laughs>
1: is what we're asking.
2: So. Well, UC is a big state research university, right? So just tons and tons of students, big departments, big classes. The University of Pittsburgh at Johnstown was a small regional campus there you go. of Pitt. What I mo- noticed most about my time there once I came here was just the difference in the student body. Um, so a lot of students at Pitt Johnstown were first generation college students. Um, a lot of them were working Full time. English, yes. You were teaching English. I was literature? teaching. I was teaching literature and writing, but I was. Not, I was teaching four classes a semester, so it was really, it was a lot. It was really exhausting.
0: <laughs> what kind of literature do you like as a reader?
2: Well, yes. When do I ever get to read for pleasure? That's so. That's the question that's emerging right yeah. in this very moment.
1: Back when you did read. Back when I did. <laughs> we're confirming you do know how to read.
2: Yeah. Okay. I do know how to read. Okay. One thing that I have noticed about when I just get to read whatever I want is I only want to read female authors. It's so interesting. Very strange. It is particularly strange because some of the things I've written on the most are like, you know, high modernism, like difficult and Often male sort mm-hmm. of writers, mm-hmm. but then maybe that's why. Then, in like, that you in us. my when I'm just reading for reading, I just want right. to read female authors. So I don't know. Um, but I just started reading. Um, I am Lucy Barton by Elizabeth Strout. Wow, I'm loving it. And um, she wrote Olive kittredge right. which I loved. That was really a great book.
0: Simon would know um, it because of its miniseries. He wouldn't read the book.
2: Oh, that's right. Was there... The Olive Kittridge was turned into some. It kind was a of...
1: highly awarded miniseries. That's right. What, what was it called? Olive Kittridge. Was it called Stranger Things? Have you <laughs> seen Stranger Things? Because I it saw was that. Not, it was not called that. Okay, are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty. I definitely bought. saw that. And then watching Mr. Robot as well. Was it called that? It wasn't. No. no we, we've established it, it was, Olive was called Olive Kittridge. Okay, yeah. I, I have not seen that. Now we're gonna we're gonna tilt back to numerology again. And i want to ask a 10 20 30 question that's your question why don't you ask that question not it's the show's question oh god friday sunday is my question
0: it's by a the way. shared question it's a shared this is a shared governance okay podcast.
1: Well, we'll we'll ask the question because i don't i don't even know how to ask it well <laughs> I like, carrie i do have a question about your musical tastes
0: at the ages of 10 20 and 30. what mm-hmm. kind of music did you like when you were 10 what was your favorite music at age
1: 20 and what was your favorite at age 30.
2: When I was ten, it was the eighties.
1: Okay, so we're we're setting we're establishing yeah. sort of okay. a setting here.
2: I had just moved to rural Tennessee, which we've covered.
1: We have covered. People Airlines had just opened.
2: Okay, and I mean, frankly, a young Joe was... Piscopo.
1: Let her say her thing. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so what I think about when you ask that question is. Um, my breakdancing class that I took in the gymnasium of my middle school.
1: Oh, why did they not have cell phone videos? then? And Uh. I had
2: like zippered pants and everything because I loved Michael Jackson. Now,
1: were you doing, was there a community center on the line here that you needed to be in a breakdancing competition for, or did you just do it out of pleasure? What? (laughs) Oftentimes, uh, people breakdance to save a community center. This was not the case. Did you have to bring your own cardboard? (laughs) To to the
3: class.
2: It was the
1: original yoga mat.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Everybody so, was walking um, around
0: Soho with their cardboard, cardboard boxes. So I
2: did love Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. Prince. I mean, and I used to obsessively watch MTV so that I could learn the choreography. Oh, no oh. way. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Now, right? were you
0: more of a Beach Street or a Break In fan?
2: Yeah. I, um,
1: okay.
2: I didn't really. usually follow one or the other. I know no. that
1: reference. I was a Break In fan.
2: Yeah. All right. I think I've seen Breakin', but I didn't I didn't no, like, get into too. the... Oh, I think no. Breakin'
0: 2 is actually Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which, which people <laughs> give as the subtitle to any movie now. Nope, but yeah. Breakin' was it. Yeah. So, and I
2: won the sixth grade dance contest at the Friday Night Dance to that Sheila E. song. Um, what's that song?
0: Ian, help us out. Don't confuse it with Sheena Easton. Um, a different person. could, I could it, sing it, could but it that be would be really The Glamorous Life?
2: I love glamorous it. Life.
1: There we go. Yeah. Thank you. This is great.
0: So that All was right. it.
2: When I was 20, I was in college, right? I will admit I was completely obsessed with the Indigo Girls. I mean, just utterly, completely. I saw them before they were famous. They went to the mountain. Yeah, I saw them in Louisville before they were famous in a really small setting. So it was really cool. And um, I mean, you know, they're a super cool queer band writing about Virginia Woolf. I mean, what, what else could you want? And then when I was 30... I kind of got interested in Andrew Bird and I um, we've
0: used him on a few episodes yeah mm. I
2: really like him me so brainy and cool you know um, but also the Sundays I, I loved the Sundays which w- they only had like three albums and then they kind of disbanded <laughs> that's but okay I really that's liked, gonna um, that's gonna really
0: gonna botch Simon's Friday Sunday question
1: yeah well don't don't telegraph that
2: <laughs> yeah not necessarily um, and sorry. are you gonna ask me my favorite Dolly Parton songs or what
1: yeah uh, who's the host here <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe i should ask you your favorite dolly parton songs jolene of course
1: that slowed down have you heard jolene slowed down
2: like in what respect
1: in, in like they go two-thirds of the speed of the of the song Who? and so uh i don't know people have done this the way you just take you just take Isn't the track Nora, i think Nora jones has a jolene
2: but i might know. not know that they one. might have
1: a duet they might
0: maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm have this wrong because dolly parton i think sang on one of Nora
1: jones's albums oh. but i i, I encourage um, folks to go find dolly parton jolene dolly parton singing yeah. it but then they just slow down the the, the, oh, the, the speed of it that's and cool and it's 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 incredibly haunting i mean the song itself is already haunting but it it gets a bit more of a punch
2: that's there cool. yeah they do like, you know the pentatonix version of jolene no it came out mm-hmm. recently i think
0: they like to harmonize right it's really good okay yeah what, what do you do you have one what's your favorite
2: i love Jolene. But I also like this song called Applejack.
1: Applejack? Oh, I don't know that one.
2: It's a really like way back, and they played it a lot at Dollywood.
1: Uh, yeah. Will he be waiting for me? Is that a Dolly Parton song? I like that one. You know,
0: um, I don't by. know, but I, I do have a question for all of us. Oh. oh we actually have a quiz oh. to give you. And I don't know if you're going to anticipate this, but the quiz is about Dolly Parton songs. No way. <laughs> no way. It's amazing. True. How did you figure that out? Thomas, so we got to be able to hear you because you got to answer these.
3: Yeah, we're here. Okay.
0: All right. Quiz. Real or not quiz. Because the bar is so low on these quizzes, I did not worry about it. Very low. It's just horrible construction. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is kind of a mashup. Are these Dolly Parton songs about a number or an animal, or are they not? Oh, God. So these are songs with numbers or animals in the title that Dolly Parton sang or did not sing. I don't think this even achieves your low bar.
3: (laughs) 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 That was terrible.
0: Dolly headache. Parton songs about animals or, or numbers.
3: It's okay. <laughs> an amazingly specific quiz. Okay,
0: got it. As everybody knows, the first one is always the easy one just to set the bar. So got the <laughs> first the first one, is this really a Dolly Parton song about an animal or a number? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? First mm-hmm. one is 9 to 5.
1: Um, Simon? I will say that is a 10-4 on <laughs> 9 to
2: 5.
3: Thomas? I'm going with Yes.
2: Yeah, that'll be clear. This even came up yes. earlier on the episode.
3: There you go. All right, and, you guys and, are correct. And we're all mic'd out here, so we're, we've oh, got okay. three people. You, you an well, you,
0: you, you got that yeah, also. I'm yeah, what ready. a way to make a living, right? <laughs> all
1: right.
0: <laughs>
3: Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right, I got another one. Okay. Uh, the 12th of never. The 12th of never. That's, tw- that, that's something like, you know, hey, when do you want to go out? And they'll say, the 12th. 12th of what? 12th of never so i don't Oof. i don't think that Oof. seems Oof. too Damn. mean for dolly so i'm gonna say no studio what do we think
3: i'll go with yes
1: you
0: don't think it's a protest song i don't think so thomas said yes you said no
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna say no okay never
2: um i don't know that song so if it is real i'm gonna be interested it is real it is real
1: yeah is it a dolly parton song though?
0: It, it is a real dolly parton song wow mm. i'll play. i'll play a little tune of it right here at this point okay Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, actually yeah, true. Now, now that I hear Absolutely. it, that is actually yeah, familiar. Good. Yeah, got okay. It. got it. Okay.
1: All right, how about 19th Nervous Breakdown? 19th Nervous like, Once again, ni- she seems like such a nice lady. Why, what would she have to be nervous about? She's done so well with her life. Of course it's not a Dolly Parton song. Studio?
3: Is it 19th Nervous Breakdown from something no. else? Hey, if it is, that's then a, it's not a, Dolly Parton. That's a compelling yeah, comment. I'm going to say yeah. no based on that evidence. Okay. I, I trust Will wholeheartedly on this okay. one. Okay, Carrie.
2: Yeah, got and a, I don't know her whole repertoire. I don't want to so the I'm yeah, going to say no. We don't
0: follow Will on this. That's a Rolling Stones. How do you all not know the Rolling Stones song 19th Nervous Breakdown"? It, uh, I got to wait. Can you just play a clip did. of it right now? No, no, no.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: that's the one I was thinking of. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I've heard of the Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. That's a good right. song.
0: Next one. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number.
1: I know it's upbeat, up, it's happy. One is it the loneliest your, number. So yeah. she, <laughs> yeah.
0: she, that she, would she
2: would
1: might not be yeah. Dolly based on your whole. Know, she's happy, but 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 I also think she's such an original that that three is the w- what number? Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number. Is too close to one is loneliness number. She wouldn't do that. Not Dolly. I'm going to say no. She did nine to five, which adds up to fourteen. There's which There's so five. many numbers. That's <laughs> yeah, true.
3: That's a no, and I have a story about. That song. Uh, well oh.
1: well let's well let's let's hear what Kara said and we can get back to the story. Oh, well I think no. Kara's gonna say no now, thanks <laughs> a lot,
0: Will.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Do you okay. like
1: the original or the blind melon version?
3: So friend of the show future guest Bob DeRoe okay lives in the Pocono Mountains. Are
1: you inviting guests on the show already? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he lives in the Pocono Mountains. Who
3: is and, this person? And he composed the schoolhouse rock soundtrack. Oh, for real? Yeah, and no. I've seen oh, him play go. it live twice.
0: Three, six, nine. 12, 15,
3: 18. Shut it down. We'll we'll fix that in post with a clip of the song. Thank you. Shut that down. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. Okay, so it wasn't. (laughs) No. It was was Anna. How did you not
0: know that? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Eagle, When She Flies.
1: That sounds like a Dolly Parton song. Yes, It sounds a little
0: too much like a Dolly Parton
1: song, doesn't (laughs) it? No, it doesn't. sounds perfectly Dolly (laughs) Parton-esque. Studio? If I know
3: Dolly as well as I do. Yes, which you do. I'm going with yes.
1: Okay, Carrie?
2: I think that's a yes. That's a yes. Yeah.
0: You wanted an animal one, so I jumped up to the animal one. Good. How about
1: elusive butterfly? Elusive butterfly? (laughs) Uh I don't know. That sounds like a tattoo that I would get on my back.
3: (laughs)
0: <laughs> no it's a,
1: it's a forthcoming monograph in the Animal Studies series from <laughs> University of Cincinnati Press.
2: Um, like a bad band name. I'm going
1: to say no. No elusive no on the elusive butterfly studio. Mm, what do we think? No. I
3: think that's a hard no.
1: Is yeah. anyone
2: Yeah, no. That's okay. a yes. No. no really? Really? What? Oh, oh, what is wrong with
1: you? Uh, uh, collective minds are
2: blown. How
0: would she not have a butterfly song? It but it elusive so- butterfly? It's so elusive. Yeah. It's the elusive that. Would you prefer the next one? Love is like a butterfly. No, no, that, that that's, that's too cheesy that's no, I'm too are well, all playing the Michelle game of knowing how I make the quiz exactly <laughs> <Yeah. And> I'm <laughs> gonna
1: say I'm gonna say no to that one now very... love, is, love is like a butterfly See, but that's what he wants us to think he uh, wants us to say no exactly so we gotta so mind, say mind yes right okay I, I say no studio what do you say you get we've got one vote out there you got to all come to an agreement uh, yeah council sidebar yeah.
3: Uh, no, Now no? they're going to no, say now? Yeah.
1: No. okay. I like how it went with deliberating to them means checking Google.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to now. There was no typing. Yeah, there. It.
1: yeah It's a yes.
3: It's a no. yes. Oh. God, you, she's, she's, got, got, wow. she's got way too
0: she's many butterfly songs. Got, she has a lot of repertoire. songs. That's the thing. <laughs> what about the next one?
1: Yeah. oh so don't it's
0: make a butter butterfly song.
1: <laughs> butter, butter my fly.
0: <laughs> what is it? How about 99 problems? Uh. Isn't that great? Numerology, 99 is 18, which is 1 plus 8, which is 9. Is it? Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. 99 yeah. gets you 9. It's recursive.
3: Yes, yeah. it is That recursive. is pretty cool. Every multiple of 9 that's is true. like
1: that. Yeah. Hey, what was that Chicago song with all those numbers it, that I never understood? That's later on. in the it, is. Okay. it is. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> no. Don't worry, because that's why this trick works. Because, because you're so hip. I'm super hip. Um, studio? What do we think?
3: 99 Problems? Yeah. Well, it doesn't involve butterflies. There you so. go. I no. like that. Wouldn't so that be an awesome
0: it. Dolly Parton cover if she sang 99 Problems? Well, so well wait a
1: second. Wait, I'm sorry.
0: Carrie hasn't answered yet. I mean, it could. Oh, it right. still is. I was trying to throw her off.
3: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know. Okay.
0: No, it's okay. not.
3: Okay. So there's a, a band called Postmodern Jukebox uh-huh. that does old school swing covers of current pop songs. Wow. And they're phenomenal. And they have one, I believe, of 99 Problems. There you go. Yep. Dolly yep. Parton's 99 Problems. You Dolly Parton's 99 Problems. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get that um, on the playlist
0: then. Um, how about Wings of a Dove?
1: Oh, that sounds like a Dolly Parton song. I'm I'm, I'm yes. pretty sure that's a Dolly Parton song. Studio? Yeah, we're,
3: uh, we're a yes. I think that's a yes. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah
1: how yeah. about Every Dove Has Two Wings
0: or Three? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: That sounds that,
3: like a
1: Simpson. No. I want that Every to be a real two song. Wings or three.
3: I want that to be a real song somewhere. I don't think it's a Parton. That sounds like an Andrew Bird
2: song.
1: Yeah, uh, well, uh, studio. What do we think about that? I, I'm, I'm going to say no. No.
3: Yeah. Okay. So no.
1: Oh no. 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 What now? Anything?
0: Any? Any? Anything for that? Or you? I was just thinking of Porter Airlines and their their symmetrical wings. They really are a great airline. Porter Airlines. Log on today for a free flight. Fly the friendly skies. Just hashtag under, Fly Porter. <laughs> um, Enter discount code VBB. Yeah.
1: 25 or 6 to 4 no oh no way no that's a Chicago song I'm going to say no you can, wh- studio <laughs> no I just, yeah. I just yeah. I don't want to show yeah, I yeah, know yeah. things yeah
2: yeah yeah <clears throat> Yeah, that was a good one, though, Ben, because it was like, oh, yeah," And then you're like, oh, no. no. 25 or to Something else. What, 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 what
1: is the meaning of that? It's It's
0: a, <clears throat> reading the clock in the morning. It's like either 25 minutes to 4 or 26 minutes to 4. He's up really late. 25 or 6 to 4. Yeah. That's a terrible. 25 or 26 to 4. No, p- he says
1: 25 or 6 to I 4. I know.
0: He, he shorthands it.
1: But for a song title?
0: Oh, are you, <laughs> <laughs> you? You're yelling at me? I right, have one more. Right, Jolene.
1: No. no. <laughs> No. Wait, right, that's not an that's that's not animal or a number, though. <laughs>
0: I know. I was trying to do the Dead or Canadian I was spin. waiting for a oh. Little Sparrow. Dead or... Oh, Canada. did I miss one?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Little Sparrow. Simon? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that's a yes.
2: I think it's a whole yeah. album, maybe even.
1: Oh, good well, call. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, so you don't know the answer to that, but No, it is. It, it is. is. Okay, the answer good. is yes. The answer is yes. So but, you, had, you had a question. Um, the question for you, Carrie, is this. Now, it's your sabbatical year, so this yes. might change a little bit, but... Go on back to last year when you were not on sabbatical. Which day of the week do you prefer, Friday or Sunday? Think back. Friday or Sunday? I, th- I think she grasps the question.
3: Okay. <laughs> it's okay. a
2: good, bit of a hard, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a tough call. There
1: you go.
0: That's, um, uh, not
2: morning. because I love the band The Sundays.
1: You weren't brought here to be asked easy questions. It's, <laughs> it's no, so no softballs in the VBV studio. So
2: evident. <laughs> Okay, so weirdly, I might say Fridays.
1: Okay. Why weirdly?
2: Well, because Sunday, uh, I mean, would be the obvious answer in certain ways. Would it, though? It would, in okay. certain <laughs> ways. That's true. Yeah, I agree because with Because <laughs> one is not working. Not working. Like, yeah, she's pointing into your
0: whole premise. are right. hanging like, out at
2: home, right? Just, like, the family's together, this and that, which is all fabulous. All good. But... um,
0: Can't buy liquor.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you can't buy liquor. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Fridays that I think... It's maybe the anticipation Mm -hmm. of the weekend, which is certainly a factor. But we also tend to have like movie night at mm-hmm. home. Um, okay, yeah.
1: so so you would say Friday though.
2: So I strangely I might say mm-hmm. Friday. Well, mo-
1: most people do say Friday, so you're not you're mm-hmm. not alone in that. There's mm-hmm. a solid two to one ratio.
2: pretty you much, may. the platinum yeah, ratio. Interesting. That's the how pal- it's about yeah.
0: the platinum ratio.
2: I mean, I guess there's the Sunday dread too. Do people talk about that? Yes,
0: they do. Yep. Right. I asked this at a uh, at a little um, picnic last night, and people said it really depends if I teach a Monday, Wednesday, Friday <laughs> schedule or a Tuesday, Thursday True. schedule. Mm-hmm. So. If you're teaching Tuesday, Thursday, then Sunday's kind of a glorious day. Hmm.
1: Right. What are your thoughts on black licorice?
2: I used to say I didn't like black licorice. And you still should. I think we're
1: we're done. We're done.
2: Oh, 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 but I had a follow-up,
1: which which is... follow-ups. Continue. (laughs)
2: Well, the follow-up is that um, Rebecca Pite loves black licorice. Rebecca
0: Pite, friend friend of the the show. Future guest. Thank (laughs) you. Mm -hmm.
1: sorry.
2: She had some black licorice recently that she shared with me and it was amazing.
1: Was it now was it Danish black licorice because they are known for their black mm-hmm. licorice?
2: I think we got it at the petty candy store.
1: So we'll we'll take your answer that you do like black licorice, but but you know what? I don't like to see a second guess yourself. Next time, just stick with your guns.
2: Yeah. Well, so. I have never bought black licorice myself.
1: I think that's enough. That yeah. that might be if we were just to go through the data, go yeah. through all your purchases. That's something definitive. Yeah, we could conclude that you don't right. like black licorice. Right. So I think we're gonna go with that.
0: Okay, that's that. That makes sense. Yeah, that was well summarized. Now, now I want to know that was. That was uh, summarized not in a poor way. Not not you at all. Did, you did not a poor job of summarizing <laughs> thank it. Thank you. <laughs> There's some phrase I can't f- grasp. I don't know. I've heard something. We'll <laughs> figure it out.
1: <laughs> um well anyway, so Carrie, thank you for being here. You've been a lovely guest, and we'd just like to thank everybody in the studio. Yeah, you don't have to draw this out. Thanks right everyone. On. Okay, all right. Great. Headphones Head- off. Headphones off.
3: Jolene.
1: Jolene, Jolene.
0: because you can i've been struggling with my bad pausing that's an undiscussed frustration of the modern digital era which is which is when you pause some show that's on tv yeah but you you pause it at a bad time and so they're like an awkward face oh, yeah. do you just leave it up there because i have to push play and Could you go for i feel the like bag? i've offended them yeah on their behalf i don't want to pause it like in a sure. mid-blink Sure. Or a crooked
1: smile thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is this an affliction for you too? I think, no. it's, a,
1: I think it's a modern affliction that, I've di- that I'm diagnosing. I have one of the last plasma TVs that they ever made, and I'm I'm always afraid that it's gonna there's it's gonna burn in the <laughs> the image. So I always I only pause for very brief periods of time. And it doesn't bother you that they're mid blink? No, I mean it's funny sometimes,
0: but it doesn't bother me. It's like the modern version of uh, like in a newspaper if there's a big headshot of somebody but then the paper's folded mm-hmm. and it makes the like mouth look awkward. Yeah. Unless you... Do you have to go and open up the paper? You have to flatten the paper because yeah. then I feel bad for them. No, are you going to newsstands and flattening the papers? <laughs> no. You I, see? I was just making a historical analogy. Oh, no, I, I got it. I think that, that doesn't happen anymore because nobody reads newspapers. Okay. The, mm-hmm. the bad pause
1: is the modern edition. Mm-hmm. The current edition of what used to be the bad fold. And soon will, there, will we soon be pausing Our holograms in such a way that is awkward from a three dimensional perspective yeah
0: okay don't you I think it's odd that whenever we imagine holograms or whenever they're used as like in sci-fi or some image of the future they're Mm -hmm. still always like sketchy or shady or
1: yeah like, like the Star Wars hologram right right
0: yeah why wouldn't the hologram be like Picture perfect. Why I mean, yeah. would they deploy the hologram exactly if, if they didn't have? I, I would yet. think
1: it's like guys. 2D is fine until you can get the holograms figured out. Like like we'll just stick with that. Perfect the hologram and then we'll go to the hologram. Why can't R2D2 project? Yeah, a perfect rendering. I'm saying I understand that technology is not good. That's fine, but don't jump ahead to the hologram. There's there's white wall in Uncle Owen's shack or whatever that is. <laughs> just project a 2D image on the white wall. And everybody's fine. Everybody can see what's happening. Why do people think there's an advantage to have the 3D hologram? What does that What does that get you? It, I think it creates a more immersive experience. Not if it's crackly.
3: Well, yeah, but it no. just
1: makes me think that the other Radio Shack. It's like a Radio Shack hologram. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to get on, on. Radio Shack's had a tough time. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to jump on that. I don't know why
0: uh, those who are imagining these futures mm-hmm. would not go the extra step of just imagining that, that it's actually a really good hologram.